0: Computer initialize hollow suite. Am I discerning a gruesome problem here, gentlemen? Frankly, yes, Captain. Solve it.
1: Hello, thank you for joining us on The Janeway, the Voyager podcast where one of our hosts has some really delicious hair, <laughs> and that person is Suzanne Williamson, <laughs> and I, Liam Smart, look at Voyager episodes to work out whether our favourite captain has approached things in the right way, the wrong way, or the Janeway.
0: Delicious hair. Well, it does fall out a lot, so it does end up in a lot of meals that I cook, so. ew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can imagine Timothy sitting there at night with a fork twiddling your hair going, I'm going to eat this tomorrow.
0: That's super creepy. I hope I never see that. <laughs> Before we get started with the episode today, why not give us a follow on Twitter at the Jane underscore way. After listening to us dribble on, head on over to Lower Decks podcast called Blast Shield with Katie and Kyle.
1: He sounded like a radio presenter then. Coming up at 11pm, we have Katie and Kyle. Yeah, I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Part of me was thinking, do I make it into a late night drive show? It's like, mm, but yeah, probably uh, not. You could. Well, Suzanne. Yeah. Lower Deck season two has started. Yes, it has. Have you enjoyed it?
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean,
1: it- uh, I mean I've mean, i only seen the one episode. so.
0: Oh, you haven't seen the second one yet?
1: Well, no, it doesn't come available in Australia until 10 a.m. Eastern. And it's currently 11.15 Eastern. So, Uh. yeah, I haven't had a chance to see it yet, which is Mm. okay. I'll probably watch it this afternoon or something with some salmon when I'm still in isolation by myself. Mm, salmon. Yum. Mm. And I've got to edit this pretty quickly. Actually, there's a segue. Um, Listeners, we might have to skip an episode next fortnight just because of issues between both mine and Suzanne's recording schedule. Um... Because we're recording this one a week late, which means that technically we're supposed to record next week. But what's Suzanne doing next week?
0: I'm finally freaking moving out of this damn house into the new house. <laughs> and then immediately after I'm heading to Dragon Con.
1: For how long? For like a week. <laughs> yeah, lovely. I'm so glad you can get out your fucking house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because, yeah, Melbourne people, Victoria, if you're in America and you don't realize how fucking draconian Victoria's measures are, you can't even go to a playground with your children anymore because you might get COVID from the slide. Sorry, I understand the whole idea of COVID restrictions, but the mental health of people is now so fucking low in some places in Australia that... Quite frankly, COVID is probably a better bet for most people. Yeah,
0: it's just
1: nuts. Yeah. So having said that, because Suzanne's got the next two weeks out and then I've got exams and we might not be able to get to actually record for the following fortnight. So if you don't see us, don't worry. We are still here and alive. That's just the reason you may miss it. We'll find out in the future. That's a future Suzanne and Liam problem. What even is the next episode after Parturition? Oh I crap! I have no idea.
0: I was going to say I already closed out Memory Alpha, so I'd,
1: I don't know. Oh, does it show a Memory Alpha? Yeah, if
0: you scroll all the way down, you, like I had Parturition pulled up, and it, you can see like the next
1: episode, and it'll also show you the previous uh, episode. Persistence of Vision. Oh, oh well, that's, that's cucumber not... sandwiches. Oh, oh, is that the one that's got um Janeway Air? Yes. Oh, God, I am so, so in love <laughs> with fucking period dramas right now. I've started watching Belgravia, which is on ABC iview if you're in America, and it's in, sorry, in Australia, and it's just another period drama written by the same person who wrote Downton Abbey, and quite oh honestly, gosh. I wish I lived as a rich person in those times. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I was very excited by that. Yeah,
0: I know, I would have been someone's chambermaid, so yeah, not not into that. Oh, yeah, true.
1: Mm. I mean, mm. Yeah, I probably would have been dead at 12 from cholera. You're
0: the stable boy.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Oh, no. No. Oh, I just dribbled. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. <laughs> I've got a big wet patch on my trousers oh, well. now. From dribble. Now,
0: oh, well. sure. <laughs> dribble. Mm hmm.
1: <laughs> oh, well, it's definitely not from this episode, let's face it. Oh fuck! So Suzanne, we've got parturition today as an episode—the
0: yes. act of giving birth.
1: What do you think of it? Is that what parturition means? Yes. That's not particularly something I want to imagine Neelix doing. Well, he is the godmother, you know. No, <laughs> no. I was thinking about that, and I'm like, that uh, poor joke or not a poor joke? It was a poor joke. I just, yeah. For most of it, I actually quite enjoyed the jokes in this episode, but that one was a little bit flat. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Two thousand twenty-one. Well, even fucking Where angry. are we? <laughs> <laughs> it's the 500 and sonic day of March 2020. That's what it is. Lousy smarch weather. Did you like the episode? Yes or no?
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's an okay episode. I mean, we finally get past Neelix's jealousy, which is good because God, i was so over that. We get lovely short hair Janeway, which I wish she would have stuck around for a while.
1: That was a good hairstyle. And Kes seemed to have a new hairstyle. And again, Kes fucking blew it out of the water, which we'll go into. Oh, yeah. Listen, I've actually written seven pages of notes for this episode.
0: That's a lot of notes.
1: Normally I have like four
0: (laughs) or five.
1: But no, we've got seven. So good luck. Shall we get started with it? Let's do it. All right, so we open... the. Well, that's a bad sentence. I was about to say we open the cold open. <laughs> so we open with uh, pretty much what looks like Sonic out of Stargate, but instead of it being blue, it was grey.
0: It's a, a grey Stargate.
1: Yeah, like the wormhole that they go through when they're in Stargate. Apparently this was reused from the Harry, Harry Kim wormhole. Yes, it was the tiny, tiny micro wormhole. Yeah, so they, Cass they and... Tom have been in Harry Kim's wormhouse. So that's a beautiful date that they were having. <laughs> so Kess and Tom are in the shuttle. Kes seems a bit bothered, um, and it turns out that there's something that's happening. We didn't realise it was a simulation until... Um, a little bit into it, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And again, it just shows that they could have just kept training Kessup. up. She could have been a pilot. She could have been anything on that show yeah. and they just didn't use her. Yeah.
0: Although I, I kind of wonder why she was training to be a pilot when she's still doing her medical training.
1: Well, I think she was very smart and was getting on top of the medical training really quickly anyway. Mm-hmm. That's true. So just cross training. Yeah. Which, you know, doesn't happen in Voyager that often. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom was, like, being as flirty as fuck with her He was
0: He was being very leery Kind of skeezy I didn't like
1: it I was kind of surprised that he didn't just be like Computer, change programs Sex cabin <laughs>
0: <laughs> Or have, like, a sex swing, you know Descend from the the roof of the shuttlecraft <laughs> <laughs>
1: Deploy emergency sex swing <laughs> You know he has one in his quarters Of course he does
0: Of course
1: he does <laughs> I'm sure Ensign Bator really liked this emergency sex Oh my sex gosh swing. <laughs> who is that person and why do they keep mentioning them I don't know is that like SM more than once that they've mentioned her
0: They kept saying Bator and I'm like is that I was like wait a minute one of the Duras sisters survived? And then I was like, no, she's dead.
1: Now there's someone who would have enjoyed that, a sex swing. Oh
0: hell yeah. Although I was more of a fan of Lursa <laughs> than
1: Beethor I don't know the difference. I mean I was just I'm just drawn to their chest and I'm gay, but <laughs> Well, they were right there. I mean, like in your face you had no choice but to look at their boobages. Mm. Klingon cleavage, ladies and gentlemen. Klingon <laughs> cleavage. <laughs> Uh, so then something else happens in the simulation and Kess falls into his arms. Now, that was some smooth programming. Yeah, he had to time that just right. Make sure she's standing up. And he did.
0: And he's turned the right way.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're a more attractive couple than Kess and Neelix.
0: Anyone is a more attractive couple than Kess and Neelix. Kess and herself, you know, just little self-love there. Cut Neelix out of the picture totally. Well, that's fine.
1: I'm trying to think of a gr- more grosser partnership in Voyager now. I mean, it's gonna have to be Neelix.
0: Well, you could put Neelix with one of the poop monster people. They're not really poop, but they
1: look like poop. <laughs> poop monster? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't. Re- I've watched Voyager so many times. What the fuck is a poop monster? <laughs> it's not really a monster but <laughs> uh,
0: the people that have to talk to the hierarchy they look like poop no no the little they have no neck and their head's really big and we have to see what the hierarchy says about this
1: oh the ones that oh yes i know what you mean i don't know what their names are. yeah they're they were they're the ones that were looking at Trying to take the doctor. Programming
0: the ones that made the doctor have like the they were looking at his
1: daydreams. Oh, I don't know. They're the poop ones. They They look like poop. They kind of do look like. They look like well, sort of formed poop.
0: Like the poop emoji. (laughs)
1: Oh oh, 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 god. Where is where the where is this conversation gone? (laughs) Fucking hell. Moving swiftly along, so they walk out of the holiday program. They walk off, having a nice old, like, giggle in the camera pants, and there he is, fucking Neelix.
0: Why was he hovering by the door?
1: He's probably, like, trying to put a keyhole in to see if they're like, what's going on in here? <laughs> he had a
0: glass, and he was holding it up to the to the door so he could listen in.
1: And you'd probably be hearing, like, all the banging and clattering from the simulation.
0: All he would have to do is ask the doctor how to properly eavesdrop.
1: Oh, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> After this, we go to the ready room. Janeway is unhappy about food. It's like 30% food supplies or something, and she's concerned. Shikose says that they may have found a good planet, but it's also not a good planet. I was sort of a bit confused. Yeah. Mainly by my notes that I've written down. So so then she brings over that really, really clunky laptop, which I think is really quite funny (laughs) because the laptop I'm recording on now is thinner.
0: (laughs) But this is a future laptop. You have no idea what it can
1: do. It can only show one Akuta, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they say that you need to go to planet hell. There's, there's some potential proteins and amino acids that they found. So it could be some fauna and flora. Yes. There's something about Jacote saying fauna.
0: It was sexy. It was very sexy. I think it's just the movement of his lips at
1: that moment. I was like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, you can say that again.
1: Fauna. <laughs> <laughs> say it for me again, daddy former former fauna i can't even say it myself (laughs) um so yeah jane wade says set course for planet hell now here's her first decision that we have probably actually had in a while to be quite honest on this show it's
0: not one that we're pulling out of our ass an actual decision
1: pulled a lot out of our ass to be quite honest and not just those aliens (laughs) i mean realistically it's not wrong she needs to go and potentially get some food reserves
0: yeah but you know she's just looking for coffee she could care less about <sighs> the food. She's like, I just I really though need my coffee. Yeah, this is this is
1: a right way. This is a right way. I mean it is right a right way. It. there's there's no other way for it. This is a right way. There's no thirds or seven eighths of a point or whatever yeah. I was doing last episode.
0: Yeah, because as she says they don't know when they're going to encounter another M class planet.
1: Yeah, so it's a very good call by Janeway. Then we roll to the credits. And at this point, I mean, I, I sort of remember what the episode was about, but I'm like, is this episode more about food, or is it more about Neelix being an arsehole? I
0: just always remember the hair pasta.
1: I always remember the hair pasta. Yeah, and I, I knew it was the hair pasta yeah. episode. I mean, would you would you eat that? Oh, we'll oh, we'll just get on to that. That's just gross. So let me. <laughs> Then we go to the quarters, and uh, Harry's giving a blowjob to a clarinet. As soon as I saw the clarinet, I was like, oh, God, no. Go away. Uh, And he's not even playing it well. Not that I know how a clarinet is played, but Tom walks in and wants Harry to blow for him. (laughs) Play me a song, and he's like, I can't play you a song. But anyway, he's clearly unimpressed at what he's hearing. I I did think this was actually a pretty good scene, and... Sort of set the way for Tom's character to develop a little bit.
0: Yeah, but he's still being kind of a user.
1: Just, using Harry.
0: Yeah, it's like using Harry and then he doesn't like what Harry's doing. So play me something different. It's like, no, dude, he's going to play what he's going to play.
1: No matter what he sucks at playing, he's still going to do his thing. He's going to suck at something, whether it's the clarinet or Tom.
0: Oh, but <laughs> i
1: um, yeah, so, so um, Tom says that he loves Kes, which is kind of nice, nice realisation, yeah. kind of obvious in a way.
0: The locket kind of gave it away. Come on.
1: Oh, gosh, yeah. So then they talk about love. Harry says some wise words and, uh, he seems to be enjoying his conversation with Tom a little bit too much, if I'm honest with you. The eyes were a bit there.
0: Why is Harry's couch so gigantic?
1: It's because he's a senior officer.
0: But then he had to sit right up next to Tom. You have this giant couch, yet you're touching hips with Tom right now.
1: I can blow this clarinet, and I can blow you, Mr. Paris. But he
0: wasn't blowing the clarinet very well. So No,
1: so he probably wouldn't be blowing Tom very well either. I want to see it's like, Dennis has that kind of thing about this ancient Chinese saying, which Ugh. I get this time was a joke, but I'm like, mm, yeah, he's fucking meant to be Korean. Like, that's what the character's meant to be.
0: They had no idea what he was meant to be.
1: No, I mean, we clearly know that from the entire seven years of the show. So after that, we sort of just have a little bit more talk. But then, as we said, Kim starts staring into Tom's eyes and gives his clarinet a good jovial blow. <laughs> and that's the end of the scene. Fade to black. You don't know what happens next. <laughs> we, we do. We do. <laughs> Tom walks out and Harry's all depressed and then he uses his hand to finish off the job. Oh,
0: ew, ew. Mental picture. <laughs> no, thank you.
1: Yeah, that's not a great picture. For some of our listeners, because I do believe we skew very male and very gay, (laughs) we'll be finding that quite okay. (laughs) So, Kes, after this scene, we go to dinner time with Kes and Neelix. Kes explains everything that happened on the holodeck, which is, you know, perfectly innocent. It's like someone's explaining their day. And then Neelix seems to like he's trying to hold it back, but he's not interested. All he wants to do is be like, "Yo, Tom Paris, what did you do?" Blah 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 blah.
0: All I noticed in that scene was that yogurt was still
1: there. I know <laughs> that that fucking statue needs to go, man. As soon as
0: I saw it, that's all I could stare at. Like I don't
1: care what's going on in the scene; I'm looking at yogurt. There is something that will be disgusting, Neelix, and, and yogurt. that statue. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Why are we shipping Neelix into terrible scenarios? Why is that a thing in this podcast today? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh. Have we, just, we just hit rock bottom, haven't we? Like a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Bloody oath. Um, where are we at? Dinner with Neelix and Kes. Anything else to say about dinner with Neelix and Kes?
0: I think it was kind of um, annoying that he suggested her to add pepper before she even tried it. Why's that? Well, if he knows that it needs pepper, he should have added it as he was cooking it.
1: Fucking put pepper in it, yeah.
0: Why is it on her to add pepper? And shouldn't she taste it first to see if she even wants the damn pepper?
1: <laughs> I mean, I put pepper in a lot of things. Oh, me too. Like, I made broccoli soup, and I've got so much of it in the freezer. And it's just, and I'm like, pepper? Mm-hmm. More pepper? More pepper? And, oh, fucking oh, it's got to be fresh so cracked. Oh, well, I, oh, it's, yeah. it's been in my pot for fucking years. It's probably off, but...
0: Oh, no, it has to be fresh cracked pepper. Okay.
1: Yum. I should probably get a pepper cracker. I do like putting pepper on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, down on the bridge, they reach the planet, and Chakotay's saying that uh, there should be some life on it, which should be good. And then you hear the doctor go, please turn the channel to channel 33. <laughs> or the emergency holographic channel. Like... Who has an emergency holographic channel? It's literally just, please turn the channel to sickbay. Mm-hmm. Well, I just like that they
0: finally opened up her little armrest thing and there's a monitor in there. We can talk to the doctor.
1: <laughs> I like Which that. Which is a good idea. They probably just like slotted one of those thick boy laptops in. <laughs> so the doctor's talking about that they'll get some skin irritation mm-hmm. and that exposure should be limited um, down on the planet. And then all Jane May can give a shit about is eavesdropping. <laughs>
0: Well, that's because she's hoping he's not eavesdropping when she's alone with Chakotay. Of course
1: he's fucking eavesdropping. Oh, yeah. He says he's not a voyeur, and he's probably not a voyeur. He's probably just listening in to everyone to make sure they're having safe sex. Wear condom, <laughs> people.
0: Or at least enjoying themselves.
1: Yes. He said, I think you're pregnant. This is your time. <laughs> you're ovulating, <laughs> Lieutenant Barnes. Can you imagine if something like came up over the computer system and it was the doctor just saying... <laughs> that oh, oh how terrible
0: that's worse than one of those iphone apps my my watch will say oh your fertile period is coming up I'm my like, stupid watch don't tell me shit like that i don't care
1: wait your watch tells you when you're fertile yes is that just based on the last time you're fertile and you just like put it in your watch
0: yeah I, well i put it in my phone i track my periods just because mine have always been wacky and it'll tell me like three days before your fertile period should start so and so i'm like oh god don't tell me that i don't care
1: <laughs> gosh that's uh i didn't realize your, your watch could do that yes it does my watch just tells me that i haven't walked enough and i'm like no fucking shit not allowed off the building
0: <laughs> if you walk around I your house, too much you're gonna wear a hole in the carpet
1: i did a two and a half kilometer walk around the perimeter of the house Oh, man. Mm, I know. That's what it's come to in Australia. You need a holodeck. I do need a holodeck. Oh, God, the exercise I'd get on that. (laughs) Oh. And we're not talking about walking. (laughs) (laughs) What do we think about Janeway saying no eavesdropping?
0: Uh, That is definitely what she should have told him in that instance.
1: You reckon, though, because if she's not telling him things like "Hey, we're going to go to this planet. What's the go?" and just goes down, but there. he's
0: randomly listening into all kinds of things.
1: But that's what his programs told him to do.
0: Mm-hmm. But then
1: again, he is just a program.
0: He's a busybody.
1: I mean, we we all know that. Oh, so oh, so you think it's right, do you? I do. But it's also wrong that she's
0: not keeping him up to date on what's going on with ship business.
1: Well, do we take that as two decisions then? One right way and run, run, run Yes. Way. And one yes. wrong way? Yes. All right, cool. Right way for telling him to stop eavesdropping. Wrong way for not telling him what the fuck they're doing.
0: Exactly.
1: So. Cool, look at us. We've got more points on the board than we have in the last <laughs> fucking six episodes. <laughs> then we hear from Bellana that they can't beam down to the planet. What a surprise. EM issues. Blah di da di da Then we cut to a walk and talk. Tom and Harry are walking. It's like Harry's like, "Let's go to the holiday, Tom. I want a date." And then Tom's like, "Nah, let's get something to eat." Yeah, I'm gonna go to the mess hall, man. So they see Kess in the mess hall, and I, I did fucking laugh at this. Kess is like, "I love Yoo-hoo! the creepy wave." <laughs> She's like, "Hi, hi, come sit with me." It's like the really like creepy person at school that just wants to be everyone's friends, but nobody understands.
0: Yeah, their creepy wave is awesome. Like, oh, yeah, she saw us. Oh, God.
1: It's like, we've got bridge talk to talk about. (laughs) It's like, we're going to talk about sports. She doesn't understand sports. Yeah, talk about man stuff. It's like, you you see the size of my photon torpedo? Oh, (laughs) bridge talk, bro. (laughs) And then we have the hair pasta scene, which I didn't actually realize that when they were talking about this hair pasta, that it was actually hair. And I'm like, oh God, I don't remember that. I just thought it was really thin pasta.
0: No, that's what I remember from the first time I saw it. I was like, oh God, they're eating actual hair. That's disgusting.
1: Actual hair, which is grown on alfarians and then sheared. But it's not even from a sheep or a sheep-like animal. It's an actual person.
0: That's just so creepy. (laughs)
1: I suppose when you think about it, though, like, we do just eat animals. How do you ensure their hygiene? Well, they're probably more hygienic than cows, and we eat cows.
0: I know, but we don't eat cows like fur. What do they have? <laughs> I don't a cow's have. Uh,
1: but we eat chicken skin.
0: I don't. Oh, it grosses me out. Ugh.
1: Oh, there's something about getting a cooked chicken from the shop and just having the skin. Oh, yeah. Timothy so
0: does good. that. I will eat some pork skin.
1: Oh no, well, I don't eat. I don't nobody's really pork. Business. Chicharrones.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, so they sit down, and then Harry's immediately called away. Now this is almost like sitcom style timing. Yes, definitely. Which is kind of funny. And then Kess, but when they sit down, Kess is like, "Come sit with me." Oh, they don't want to sit with me. Oh, I'm gonna leave. Oh. <laughs> so then you can see Neelix is pissed looking at Tom Cass is pissed looking at Tom and Neelix And Tom's like
0: I'm so awkward right now I just like how he looks at Neelix like hey how's it going He's <laughs> like bridge talk
1: <laughs> <laughs> Neelix storms over You subclass genus <laughs> What that is a that? Funny line isn't a genus like a type of species or something? Like well, yeah, but, but
0: why why throw the subclass in there? It's like, I don't, I just, I didn't get it.
1: Inferior being.
0: It didn't work for
1: me. So then Neelix and Tom have the spaghetti fight, which I thought, were, I don't know what I think about the spaghetti fight, really. It was a hair pasta food fight. Yeah, but it's, was it too silly to be in a show like Star Trek? Yeah, it was or- very... Juvenile. It was. I mean, they're adults, so they probably would have just hit each other. But I suppose it's no different although, than somebody like throwing a drink on someone in a pub and then glassing.
0: Although, them. if you think about their attitudes at this point, they both behave very juvenile, with Neelix's jealousy and Tom's
1: lothario And they're after a two year old, yeah, <laughs> which, is which makes it
0: super creepy.
1: So yeah, after they've had the uh, fight, Janeway's like, "Come to the ready room now." Pretty much straight away, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a funny scene." And we cut to the ready room, and Janeway's just looking them up and down. Why was she looking at their butts?
0: <laughs> I Didn't even she-, she was? She was like looking behind them at their butts. I'm like, "No, no pasta went back there. What are you doing?" <laughs>
1: I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. That's actually quite funny. <laughs> Maybe she just wanted a quick sneak peek of Tom's tight tush.
0: <laughs> but then she also looked at Helix's. so no. Ew.
1: Oh, gross. Maybe she likes a bit of telaxium. <sighs> so there's a couple of things here. So she wants it being explained, and mm-hmm. they didn't really explain it. At all, which is fine. So, she's like, yeah, whatever. She wants them to go on a mission. Now, this I, again, thought was another right way. She's actually thought about who she's sending on a mission and why they're sending them on them. Because Mm -hmm. they're going to go down to a planet. They've got EM holes that they need to get through Mm -hmm. and discharges. So, he needs a fucking good pilot sending Tom. Good idea. Yes. And then sending someone who's good at foraging and knows the plants of the Delta Quadrant. Good idea sending Neelix.
0: Well, yes, but you could also just send someone with a tricorder and they could scan the different vegetables and fruits that they find to
1: see if, yes, they're edible. Don't ruin my logic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what if, what if the tricorder's not going to work because of the EM shit? I don't buy that. Maybe maybe she's – yeah, but they couldn't beam down. They can't fly no. through it or whatever. Well, so they they could like,
0: beam mm. during certain times once they – worked out there
1: beaming maybe that, maybe she, maybe she was hedging her bets maybe she thought i'm gonna send them because this makes sense i'm still adamant this is a right way
0: <laughs> it's a right way but this, honestly they could have sent anyone with tom this is just a way to get rid of the neelix jealousy deal with it and it's done and we don't have to see it again
1: yeah but that's a plot device i, mean, that, I know that's but that's a, why that, it happens
0: that's the only damn reason it was neelix
1: well, yeah, but at least. Yeah.
0: I'm <laughs> just saying, we're, it still could have been anybody with a into damn Janeway tricorder. <laughs> it yes,
1: funny I still said, said it's Kess. a right way,
0: but still, it could have been anybody.
1: <laughs> All right, I get you.
0: Imagine if it was Kess. Neelix's head would have exploded. Oh, they
1: would have porked indeed, wouldn't they?
0: And then we would have been, you know, done with Neelix.
1: Yeah. Oh, that'd have been good. <laughs> Janeway has some really astute captaining here. She goes, am I discerning a problem? And then, yeah, Neelix says that there is and that they feel like they shouldn't be sent on this mission. Mm-hmm. And Janeway then goes, solve it.
0: She's like, not my problem. Deal with it, bitches.
1: Now, there's a decision in its own right. She's still sending people, even though they've clearly got a personal problem. That's still the right way. You think that's right? See, I was going to say that's almost a way. Because she's just like, nah.
0: The mission is the most important. Your shit doesn't factor into it. That is a Starfleet thing. That's a Starfleet
1: way. I suppose so. All right. Okay. Well, that's another right way. She's doing a fucking good job of this episode today. (laughs) (laughs) It's about time. (laughs) Yeah, it is about time. Off to the staff meeting now. Uh, They can't penetrate the atmosphere at the moment. They've got to collect some fruit and veg from the surface, though. That's what they need to get. So that's what they've been told to get. Cut to Kes, who's outside, and she is fuming.
0: Why wasn't she in the meeting?
1: Why wasn't she in the meeting? Didn't didn't they decide she was the senior accompan on the ship?
0: Yeah, and, I mean, the doctor obviously can't be there. And I didn't see him. That's
1: the thing. And there was no eavesdropping device. because she said, no eavesdropping on meetings. Yeah. It's like,
0: Kes should Why, have been in there for the medical advice.
1: Have we, got a, have, we got a, have we got another tenuous, wrong way decision here for not having yes. any medical professional in, the, in yes. there because they've already said that there's skin issues? All right. Yep. Downright right. Wrong way. Good. Because realistically, Kes should be there because she's essentially the nurse. Hmm. She'll yeah, be I'll able to that. give
0: any medical advice that is needed. So, yeah. Yeah. That was the wrong
1: good, way. Good call. Damn it. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Kess is actually outside, and we cut to her, and she's absolutely fuming. Tom and Harry walk right past her, look at her silently. Like, that's mm-hmm. just very high school. Very, very high yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Neelix was saying that, oh, no, nothing's happened between me and Tom, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, we'll talk about it when I get back. Yeah, and then Kess just was like, fucking, I want to talk about it now. You're being such a dickhead. Yeah, and
0: he just shuts her out and is on his way.
1: So... Then Kes storms into sickbay. The doc's asking if she's okay. And, oh, Kess's face. She's like, like a face like thunder.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that he asks it for her to do something. She's like, I already did it.
1: It's like, I am good at my job. Leave me alone. So her face was like thunder. He uh, yeah. explains the fight to the doctor. And the doctor's like, oh, how delightful. It's a compliment.
0: No, it's not, doctor. You don't know what you're talking about.
1: I mean, he has had sex once, that doctor.
0: That was before he made altercations to his programming, too.
1: Let's not go into the doctor having sex. That's just close. <laughs> um, so, the doctor says that it's clear that Tom fancies Kess. Oh, obvious. Yeah. It's one of those things where you can see like, his eyes dilate, his ears go orange. Whose ears go orange? Donald Trump. He's <laughs> <It's> all orange. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's very true. It's just, it's, it's, everything is orange on him. <laughs> Ew. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, Liam, no. I didn't even <sighs> mean to go there. That was you. Uh, yuck. Kess says that on a camper that they just make for life. There's no distrust, there's no jealousy, there's no envy, there's no betrayal. And I'm like, oh, wouldn't that just be nice?
0: Well, obviously it wasn't all that great since she wasn't even happy being there and she had to go to the surface.
1: Yeah, but she was adventurous. So she was looking for all of those things. We cut to the shuttle, there's an awkward, there's like an awkward car ride between Neelix and Tom. (laughs) Um, And then something happens, oh no, the exhaust is failing, something, they're like falling through the atmosphere.
0: We're crashing!
1: Did you notice just how serious the shuttle, like, camera shaking was?
0: Yes, they went a little overboard on that.
1: I was highlighting that it was a big accident. Yeah. So Janeway issues a search and rescue operation, and then and then the only thing, I don't remember what else happened in this, and I wasn't going to go back to look at it, but I just saw the picture or the scene where bilana looks back at the guy that last episode, she saw mostly <laughs> naked. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, how can you still work together?
0: <laughs> he was working awfully close to her, though, so...
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe they've,
0: they found their... They found a way to work together, if you know what I mean.
1: Oh. So, yeah, wink, wink, Suzanne. Yeah. Down on the planet, the shuttle has crashed. It's kind of a cool image. I don't know whether that was actually like CGI or anything, or whether it was just a painted picture. It was probably just a painted picture. But it was cool. mm mm-hmm. uh, N- wasn't dead. That was a shame. They just climb over the front of the ship and they're all perfectly fine like they should have had some form of broken bone
0: yeah they should have been scraped up bleeding something
1: just an even just a little scratch but there was absolutely nothing they're just just,
0: like just bitching about the itching from the atmosphere
1: (laughs) yeah they have atmospheric leakage so there's issues with that and they get the rash and
0: leakage is bad
1: it is bad they talk about leaving it's like about the vapors, and I'm like, oh, that's a cool little chat, but it makes sense to go find a they cave. They got and the vapors. <laughs> the, 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 the what? <laughs> oh, is this something I don't understand?
0: Oh, when somebody says they have the vapors, it's like they're going to faint.
1: Oh, really? I've yeah. never heard of that. Is it's this like some- a period drama thing that I haven't come it across? Yeah, some
0: weird southern thing. Oh, I oh. got the vapors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the, the va- <laughs> I really need to watch some period southern bell dramas <laughs> now I'm sure that. must be Oh no, be it show. would just
0: be so awful
1: You gotta find me a show Find me like a Not Real Housewives of Atlanta but Like something from <laughs> Louisiana or something From 1852 When they're wearing their corsets and their brollies And being like, oh y'all
0: got the vapors <laughs> Oh my gosh, that would be awful Ugh
1: I'm excited now. You got to find it for me. Yes, yeah, so they get out. They go into the cave. There's a lot of snippy remarks in this episode, which I thought mm-hmm. was quite funny.
0: Yeah, they were poking at each other quite quite often.
1: And I, and I think that's partly why I enjoyed it because it actually worked quite well in terms of they worked quite well opposite each other in terms of like a semi comedic act in that sense. Yeah, it's it it was
0: obvious they really didn't want to be together, but their little poking ribbing.
1: And it's probably. A, yeah. A testament to the fact that Jonathan Frakes did this episode. Yeah.
0: I love Jonathan Frakes. He's so talented.
1: Back on the ship, we're in Kess's quarters. Then Harry walks in and Kes and him have a chat. Her acting in this. Oh, yeah. Her crying. Oh. I was like,
0: oh, I just want to hug her. And
1: just, the way her voice goes. And then that change in emotion to anger. And then you just look at Harry, Kim, and Garrett Wong. And like, yeah, man, you, you are good. You're a good guy. But you were so the person that should have fucking gone because yeah. Kess is acting. She should have been moved to be the ops officer.
0: And the medic and the backup pilot. And the counsellor. Yeah, she honestly, that is what I wanted for her is to be
1: the counsellor. But no, That's just, yeah, this the acting from Jennifer Lean in this was fucking boss. Yeah. So yeah, she's angry and she's upset. They may be dead, but she also feels guilty that... They're fighting over her when she shouldn't be guilty. And she's just so angry. And it was just so good. Then she says about Neelix's survival skills. I'm like, uh, lol. No. <laughs>
0: They're dead. <laughs> They're dead. That's it. They're dead.
1: I got the vapors and died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, and, yeah, and yeah, Voyage voyagers attacked. Got some vibrating down on the planet in the cave. We find some rocks to light up, which I thought was kind of cool. Keep warm It reminded me of like TOS Where they would do something like that Oh
0: yeah I suppose it does doesn't it Yeah
1: And it was like And also like the whole We're going to light every single one of these And you're going to see us light every single one of these Yes
0: instead of just putting them together And you shoot in the center Mm -hmm. And it gets all of
1: them Would have made sense but no Some survival skills (laughs) They sit around the salt lamps And Tom reveals that he got a B- minus In survival protocols Which I thought was funny Found out that Daddy Owen taught it
0: Yeah.
1: And he says that something about being in a bed of junk. They argue about it. Again, just quabbling like high school kids. Yeah. Then this little squeak happens. They're like, well, there were no life signs. Why can we hear this squeak? Well, there
0: are now. Mm.
1: (laughs) I did that. I did appreciate that. On the bridge, uh, the ship's not responding to the hails that's come across. Something was attacking them. They position their ship underneath voyager sort of like defending the planet in a way mm-hmm. i just want to
0: know why they didn't answer the hail
1: i know doesn't make sense does it no down at the planet life signs are faint of this thing so they go but looking for steady. it faint but steady they find a footprint they get a bit scared another squeak but then they find the eggs which i thought was kind of cute and i'm like, yeah. oh one of them's definitely gonna hatch and it did Mm, surprise, surprise, it's a baby dinosaur. I freaking want that baby dino puppet so bad. Do you know, apparently it took eight people to operate that.
0: It is so damn cute, I want it. It's the noise it makes. No, it's it's little expressive face and eyes, and I'm like, oh, God, I love you.
1: No, well, perhaps you should petition CBS to make a toy of it, 21- six years later
0: (laughs) since they didn't make a plush of the damn tardigrade that i wanted didn't they make a plush of the tardigrade
1: no they didn't make
0: a plush ripper or i I would have that bitch
1: i feel like that was a bit of a marketing fail yeah which seems to be the case with star trek properties to be quite honest with you
0: (laughs) uh yes but hopefully i will get some good prodigy shit because damn it it's marketed to kids and kids need toys so Give me
1: all the fucking toys. And hopefully there'll be a Janeway doll for you. More than one.
0: One stays in the package and one to play with.
1: <laughs> and then one for Logan.
0: Oh, yeah, because I won't let him play with mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Back on the bridge, they think that they have a chance in 53 minutes to get down to the planet. They don't know what they can do, though. And then this bit made me laugh. Balana's like, let's just take the ship through. Sure,
0: why not?
1: And then, yeah, exactly. And was like, damn it gonna go through that hole there's another hole for voyager to fit through this is pretty much the standard thing for this show
0: which i think is a dumb way you think it's a dumb way oh, no, oh, i'm
1: going for Janeway.
0: K- yeah it could be a Janeway because she's gonna endanger everyone yeah you just lost a shuttlecraft this is your third shuttlecraft gone <laughs> let's take the entire ship because, yeah, <laughs> nothing bad can happen.
1: Forget the fact that there's an alien out there that's been shooting at us.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Standard Janeway. Yeah, I'm putting it as a Janeway. Okay. It's not a... It's, it's dumb, but I still think it's more of a Janeway because she's just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going in.
0: It's a dumb Janeway.
1: Tubox says he's anticipated getting around the ship's weapons, which I thought was funny because she's just like, I've anticipated you answering or asking this question. <laughs> and I assume you want minimal force, Captain? And <laughs> I'm know no, she fucking wants to blow them out of the water. <laughs> or space, vacuum, whatever. Well, I've always thought he analysed this situation very quickly and found that there's a potential weakness in their weapon system. Well, that's because Tuvok is freaking amazing. And very smart. Down on the planet, they think that the baby dinosaur is sentient and uh, scared of finding its mother. Neelix actually says a fair few common sense things here, which... I thought was good because, I mean, mm-hmm. there are animals in Earth that if you disrupt their nest, that's it, the baby's fucked. Yeah. So I thought that was good common sense thing. And where was this kind of nurturing thought in Elosium when he was like, I don't want kids? Well, because it's an, it's
0: an animal that he doesn't have to take care of. He's just making sure the mother gets it. So he's going to do everything he can to make sure the mother still accepts it. So he doesn't have to... Be saddled with it, take care of it.
1: Oh, okay, that's another way of looking at it, I guess.
0: Whereas with his and own then- child, yeah, he's not getting rid of it. Mm. You can try and run away, they will find you. <laughs> you don't even get to go to the bathroom by yourself, they will find you.
1: <laughs> and then we and then we have the faux lime aftershave comment. Which I thought was very hilarious.
0: That has to smell funny though. Why would you
1: oh, why would it be lime? It's got to. Well, what, what other kind of aftershave would you think Tom would wear? Old Spice?
0: <laughs> well, it's the 90s, so I'm going to say Drakkar
1: Noir. Oh. Ooh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I was, I was going to say Lynx Africa.
0: <laughs> Just because all the skeezy guys that I knew wore Dracar. <laughs> so... Yeah. That's what Tom wears, Drakar.:
1: I'm gonna assume that, I don't know what it is. It's Maybe stinky. I'll Google that later. It's very stinky. Oh really? The thing, baby dinosaur thing, gets the shivers. And they're all worried oh. about it and they hold it and now it's they're so a dad's. Ah! Damn it, I want that puppet. It's probably in the bin.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure it got shredded like right after they used it.
1: Bastards. Mm. Talking of which, I might actually say this now. This could have been a fucking great segue into the Voth as well. Yes, yes. It could have it been could have the Voth have. egg, and I'm just so disappointed that it's not.
0: So now we have two Dino species in the Delta
1: Quadrant. It would have been a little bit more of a connection, but at least I suppose they did connect it back to the Basics Planet, I suppose.
0: Yeah.
1: Down on the bridge, uh, Jai is asking how long until dilation of the hole is big enough to come through, and then they <laughs> go in.
0: Did she use those actual words?
1: Um, I don't know what word she used. Used dilation,
0: <laughs> because that would just go back to the whole the act of giving birth.
1: Oh, that would have been actually a really, really good little um tie-in. Tie-in, yeah. That would. I do, I, do, I highly, highly doubt that she used the word dilation. That's just the word that came through my head.
0: Is it dilated enough? Yes. <laughs> push,
1: We're only, Harry, push.
0: <laughs> We're only six centimeters. It's a hole. No. no.
1: Well, yeah. It dilated just enough so they could get in. Nothing's coming out of this dilated <laughs> hole. And uh, they managed to disable the weapons on that other alien ship.
0: They did that very easily.
1: Way to well, go, I mean, Tuvok. Tuvok did brain that situation. He did. Down on the planet, Tom tries uh, feeding it a sakata, which I thought was kind of <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, oh, wait, you probably don't know what a sakata is, do you? No. It's like a little. little... <laughs> I was like,
0: sukatash? Are you trying to say sukatash?
1: No, no, no. It's sakata. It's like a little rice. It's like oh, a rice cake. cake. Rice yeah. cake. Oh. Like really, really thin rice thing. It, well, to me, it looked like a communion wafer. A communion wafer. What the hell is a communion wafer? I've opened the it, wrong it's, thing. It's now. the
0: it's the body of Christ that they break and they put it oh. on, on your tongue.
1: Oh no, thank you.
0: Yeah, that's all it looked like for me. I'm like, oh gosh,
1: no, don't take me back oh. to church. No, this is pretty much what a Sakata looks like. No. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so they try and feed it. Le- Neelix is like, Oh, I, I just can't wait to give you some Leola root broth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like how Tom shoots that down. He's like, I never want to see another damn Leola root.
1: No, well, that's good because it's pretty disgusting. I haven't eaten it, but I'm fairly sure it's disgusting.
0: Well, yeah, they just spray painted ginger, so you know they took all the good flavor of the ginger away with the spray paint.
1: Mmm, <laughs> metallic. Yeah, they realize after the talk about Leola Root broth, the, it's the residue that's actually the nutrition for the animals or the mm-hmm. dinosaur thing. So that's what they found. There's actually no food or anything on the planet. It's just Which the- Which? Vapours. Had
0: they been using a tricorder, they would have known that immediately.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That's probably a good point. Yeah. But it's not like they could have gone back up to the planet. Oh, back up to Voyager because their shuttlecraft crashed.
0: No, but while they were wandering around, they would have been, oh, yeah, there's nothing to find here. Let's go back to the shuttlecraft.
1: Yeah, but they had leakages, Suzanne. Leakages. They
0: were still outside and there was, like, atmosphere in the caves. Just because you knock down some rocks doesn't mean the atmosphere
1: goes away. I mean, I should probably know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. The atmosphere just doesn't disappear. Yeah. The concentration of the particles is still there. Oh. I suppose it would be potentially lower inside a cave, maybe, depending on how the air moved, but
0: But if the species lays their eggs there and they know that the baby is dependent upon the proteins and acids in the air, they're gonna make sure that area is full of it. Plot hole! It's not like the little one could get up and walk out, walk away.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, we should probably consider not pointing out the plot holes in Voyager because there's <laughs> so many. <laughs> um, it
0: just, it's like it, the whole rocks coming down in the cave to bug me. I'm like, no,
1: the air is still there. So back on the bridge, dilation has reached peak dilation. Chicozo thinks they're going <laughs> to ram Push. them or something. <laughs> Ram them through.
0: This would be when you have to push your way through.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine all the little puns they've missed out on? <laughs> now, this is where I kind of thought we've got another May decision because there isn't, hasn't a decision been made. Surely they would have tried more than once to hail the ship. But then surely they'd have been like, I'm really sorry. I've got some people crash landed on the planet. That's all they need to do. They want to just mm-hmm. get yeah. off of the planet. But no, she's just like,
0: fire. (laughs) Yeah, because she didn't even send a message. It was just a general hail. She could have recorded something. (laughs) Hello, I'm
1: Captain Janeway.
0: Mm -hmm. And sent it over and over. Yeah.
1: Yep. So there's a decision there.
0: It's a wrong one.
1: A wrong one? Yep. Wrong. She didn't try hard enough to get a hold of those people. I'll pay that. Definitely didn't try hard enough. And then she was just going to fire on them. It's like you don't know why they're trying to defend
0: this planet because clearly that is a defense position that which was pointed
1: out to you yeah no she's there that's definitely a wrong way but anyway down they go turns out that the other alien ship went down there as well after the weapons were destroyed
0: well yeah they're trying to protect their
1: babies down on the planet they managed to get outside which is a good thing for the baby but neelix is panicking because the baby is sort of dying essentially not, breathing, not breathing properly oh Oh, I know, so it's so exciting. My poor a little puppet. <sighs> then we get some shitty story about Tom saving a baby bird or, you know, that kind of crap. Yeah. Then they sort of drip fed this residue through a hyperspray. Oh, and they've all bonded together. It's like a happy family.
0: It's a happy little family.
1: Meanwhile, Voyager is through the hole. have got five minutes to find them. But Neelix and Tom then have that conversation. Oh, Tom, I owe you an apology. I haven't been fair to you. I thought I thought it was a good scene. Like it was again. It was. It's, this scene. Uh, this episode actually does have a fair amount of good scenes in it, which, on the balance of things, makes me think is actually a good episode. Like overall, mm-hmm. much better than the six point five stars that IMDb gave it. <gasps> How dare they! Mm-hmm. I think those people are again stupid. Wait a minute!
0: Wait a minute! They gave they gave Harry's episode more, didn't they?
1: I'm fairly yeah, it's possible.
0: You dumb ass motherfuckers! What the hell?
1: Non sequitur, Voyager. I am I wrote Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they gave non sequitur six point nine, and they've given parturition six point five. That's which- wrong. Is wrong. Uh, so he says that he's her gossip that Tom's like a coward and I guess a sex cabin fiend. He says <laughs> that, um, of course, Kess would be his friend because he's broken and she just likes to fix people, which is, you know, very much why like she's Kes. with Neelix, yes. And why she's, yeah, <laughs> exactly why she's <laughs> with Neelix. You've had a trauma, I'll be your friend. Turns out that he's admitted that he's jealous, which think fuck that he's omitted that finally and i am glad that this is the end of all of this bad sort of jealousy conversation because yeah. i just it, was, it wasn't good it wasn't showing neelix in a good light it was just
0: played out way too long
1: mm. and that's and that was the most of the aim of this episode was to just get rid of that yeah and change their characters tom says that neelix wasn't wrong that he is attracted to Kess, which is a brave thing to say to someone Mm -hmm. Especially someone's, (laughs) the the attracted person's uh, boyfriend. But it's also good because it's not who he wants to be. He wants to be a good person. And that sort of shows Neelix in a way that, yeah, we're okay. And that she's devoted to Neelix. And then he goes, oh, I did save her life. No, you didn't. That is not. That is not what somebody should love you for. That and he didn't. Voyager did. He just stumbled on Voyager. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have water?
0: I need water.
1: <laughs> he says he doesn't pick Kess's friends. It's like, only oh, he fucking just tried.
0: Yeah, he's been trying for a while.
1: Anyway, Voyager manages to contact them, but they don't want to abandon the child. <laughs> sort of the captain's like, we've got to get out. I love this. <laughs> what?
0: I just love her reaction when they're like, uh, "Can you wait a little bit?" <laughs>
1: <The> <laughs> look Nobody on tells her me to wait. Was
0: like, "Excuse me,
1: what?" <laughs> but she sort of allows it because Tom finally got through to her that there's a child that needs yeah. its parents. And so the parent the muffled, comes along.
0: The muffled screams line was was funny. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which is a very Tom thing to say. Yes. So the parent comes along and happy days. Yay. Parents found baby. the child. They're all like, oh, cute. And uh, then they get beamed out.
0: After the parent goes. <laughs> at <them>. yeah, yes. <laughs> like, what what I mean, if they
1: just listened to what Voyager had to say and Janeway mm-hmm. put forward what was mm-hmm. going on, they would realize that there is not a problem.
0: Mm hmm. If only Janeway had told them.
1: Mm-hmm. But she didn't. It's all. This is all Janeway's fault. Once they've been back, they're in the transporter room. Kess is ready to receive them, and she's clearly baffled by how, like, friendly Neelix and Tom are after getting yeah. off that thing.
0: Yeah, they're best buds now.
1: And they're going to open that bottle of sweet, sweet glandular secretion. Yes, that cold foul, what was it? Oh, I don't even know. It was just gross.
0: I know it was a play on cold duck, which is... What? I swear there's like a sparkling wine called cold duck. Wouldn't know. (laughs) I never drank it. I remember like it being a big thing in the 80s and and my parents would go to parties. Oh, they're going to have cold duck. And I'm like,
1: what? Is it made of ducks?
0: I don't think so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is it made from duck secretions?
0: I need to look this up because this is... (laughs) I, I feel weird. If I just dream this, I'm going to be very mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's quite possible.
0: I know weirder things have happened to me. Cold duck. No, it's cold duck Andre Champagne, and it, co- it costs five ninety nine. <laughs> so Quality. it's obviously
1: the good stuff. We're going to have cold duck. <laughs> The fancy six dollar <laughs> bottle of wine or champagne. <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't complain. I bought three dollar bottles of red wine from. <laughs>
0: uh, but it wasn't pretending to be champagne, was it?
1: No. Yeah. I remember my parents when I was younger getting excited about White Lightning, which is like I so think here's some like moonshine, really, which I think is some really cheap cider.
0: Oh, here it's moonshine. Oh gosh, this stuff is like cold duck is red
1: red oh yeah white lightning is a brand of english white cider produced from the 90s to 2009 really really cheap it's become synonymous with underage drinking antisocial behavior homelessness and impoverished alcoholism
0: like so it's like a zima a what zima
1: is it a drink
0: yes it was a malt beverage it was popular in the 90s. And the, the trick with Zima is you would take like a Jolly Rancher and drop it in there.
1: What's a Jolly Rancher? And let rancher? it sort of melt.
0: It's a hard candy, a fruity hard candy.
1: Oh, God, look at us and talking about our youth. Oh, wow. <laughs> now I just drink vodka with sparkling water because it's <laughs> hydrating and alcohol.
0: Yes, that is nice. I will do shots of tequila and pickle juice. Pickle juice? Yeah? What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm sorry, I drink pickle juice. My child drinks pickle juice. I didn't even know pickle juice was a thing. Yeah, straight out of the jar, you take some pickles out, you eat the pickles, and you drink some juice.
1: Oh. Oh, no. (laughs) No. Yeah. I think, oh...
0: No, but if you're ever like super dehydrated, drink some pickle juice. I'm just going to oh, move on because gosh, this is disgusting. <laughs> I
1: think I, I think I want glandular secretions. Then you want pickle the cold juice. duck, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's a five dollar bottle of alcohol. I'm down. <laughs> well, Suzanne, that's the end of the episode.
0: <laughs> it sort of went downhill really fast there.
1: Yeah, it normally goes downhill after the opening music when we start talking. So, results, we've had one Janeway, we've had three wrong way, and we've had four right way.
0: Four right ways, yay! Yes,
1: we've actually had a right way decision for Janeway, congratulations, Catherine.
0: I thought it was going to be a tie.
1: It was close, but we'll see what the results are at the end of the year. I feel like at the moment we're heading towards a right way at the end of this um, load of episodes. That would be so weird, but there's
0: there's some that are coming up where, yes, she did. A lot of
1: wrong things. So. So thanks for tuning into us. We really appreciate all of you who listen to us and talk about Voyager. We'd love it if you subscribe and gave us all of the stars and leave us a review. We haven't had a review in a while. So potentially
0: What do the hell that. is wrong with
1: that? Mm-hmm. I mean, we need validation. Some, we, yeah, because we did not make the TV and film category top ten. <sighs> but thank you for those who did vote for us. I do appreciate it.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: Suzanne, where can we find you online?
0: Uh, You can find me at kjnway8 and eventually at Stain Sass when I finally get my shop back open after this damn never-ending move. And Liam, when you're not leaving states to avoid lockdown again, where can we find you online? Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) The Twitters.
1: The Twits. You can find find me tweeting at uh, ls74656 but mainly it's
0: just the Jane (laughs) way. Just remember to follow us on Twitter at the Jane underscore way. And in our Facebook listeners group, the Nexus until next time, remember to keep doing things, not the right way, not the wrong way, not the hair pasta way, but the Jane way. Sweet Media, computer. List other available Hollow Media programs.
1: Loading Hollow preview program for Beyond Farpoint, a Star Trek: The Next Generation podcast. And cards. The other character trying to solve the mystery. So he leaves for that reason alone. It could be, and it could really be any character. Any one of the, of the main cast members could have gone with Data and been there with Data several days later, trying to solve what happened to the Enterprise. It's it's very, very much a kind of a a plot reason and nothing more, I think. Yeah, um, I kind of wish Data had stayed on the ship, actually, because I would like to have seen him regress to a pocket calculator. (laughs) (laughs) Loading Holosuite Preview Program 4 The Sci-Fi Feminist A Feminism and Pop Culture Podcast
0: I think I binged the first season of Discovery in one weekend. I was so blown away because for the first time, we see this diverse crew consisting of an Asian female captain played by Michelle Yeoh, of course, who's one of my favorite actors, and various other characters of color on the bridge crew. And then most significantly of all, of course, is that for the first time in Star Trek history, we see a black woman, Michael Burnham, as the main protagonist. Computer, deactivate Suite.